Parshas Vayichi, we have what the Rishonim describe as the simon for the ultimate Geula, for the end of days, Yaakov uh, passing away, represents the end of the period of Avos, just like this is an end to the period of the Avos, so too there, that that is going to have in it the hints to the final redemption. So we have Yosef gathers all the Hashuvi Mitzrayim and a very significant military entourage, cavalry, chariots, the, the, the works. And they're going to bury Yaakov in the Arsamach Pela. And it says that they made a great husband in the Gorin HaAsad, HaAted. Gorin HaTed. Gorin HaTed means the thrashing floor of thorns. Now, those that are familiar with agriculture know that you don't usually have threshing floors dedicated to thorns. It's not a very high-value agricultural crop, thorns. So, so Chazal are bothered, what is this thrashing floor of thorns? And uh, so Rashi brings, Gemara, Sota tells us, that all the kings of Canaan and the other surrounding nations, when they heard that uh, Yosef was going to be burying Yaakov and the Mars they absolutely refused. And they said, we're going to go to war about this. They gathered their armies, they went to war, they were going to stop this, this burial. And when they saw the crown of Yosef hanging on the coffin of Yaakov, which he had taken off his head and put it on the, on the coffin, they recognized that crown, that was, that's the crown that fed them during those years of famine that the whole world would have, that the whole region at least, or the whole world would have died from famine. So they recognized that crown as being the crown that fed them, and they owed their life to it, so they all took off their crowns and they hung it on Aaron's coffin and Yaakov's coffin in uh, a symbol of recognizing and admitting. Uh, the obvious question on this on this midrash is if they were prepared to fight the viceroy of Egypt, so he shouldn't be able to bury his father in the Marzamachpela. First of all, they clearly felt very strongly about that. Um, they were uh, more than just what's the term? value signaling, right? <laughs> right? And second, what? Oh, thank you. Okay. What do they know about virtues? Anyway, so uh, and, but but and second of all, they, who were they prepared to fight? They were prepared to fight the viceroy of Egypt. The same one who fed them during those years of famine. The same one who wore that crown. And yet now that they see the crown on the coffin of Yaakov, so now 
that changes everything and now now they understand they were wrong the whole time what's uh, what's happening over here so I think it's poshit that uh, their message was Yosef Yosef is very harsh we, we, we respect Yosef to the heavens if Yosef would want to be buried in Marsa Machpelah they wouldn't have had any uh, opposition to it but Yaakov who's Yaakov no no, he never did anything nobody ever heard of him he, he said he learned all day What's what's his what's his uh, contribution to humanity to mankind? And when they saw the crown of Yosef hanging on the coffin of Yaakov, we know that the crown represents a symbol that the king who wears the crown has roots. A crown is in the shape of roots or thorns on top of his head like the shins that we have on the top of our tefillin which are representing roots that we're connected to something higher and the king is connected to something higher and from there he draws his power to lead and save the people so they saw that the crown that had fed them during those years in other words, because Yosef was able to interpret the dreams and was able to implement a nationwide uh, food preservation program uh, in an absolutely unbelievable way, that power really came from, from a higher place. That's what the crown represents. And where is that higher place? Yosef took it and put it onto the arm of Yaakov Avinu. Saying, if you want to know where my power comes from, it, come, it came from Yaakov. And we know that to be true. We know that when uh, Rashi tells us, when the Mitzrim came to Paro during the famine, they say, give us food. So Paro says, go do whatever it is that Yaakov says. So Rashi explains what happened. Is they had gone to had gone to Yosef. Obviously, why, why would you first go to Paro? First you go to Yosef, he's the one in charge. So they went to Yosef. But Yosef said to them, if you want to get food from my storage houses, you all have to get circumcised. You have to have a bris milah. Why? Because so they said they, they refused. So they went to Paro, they 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 complained. So Paro said, Okay, so go eat your own grain. You know, we told you seven. We, we told you seven years ago to put away your grain. They said no. All of our grain rotted. She said, "Oh, your grain rotted. Here, his grain didn't rot. So go do whatever he tells you to do." In other words, there's a reason why your grain rotted and his didn't. And Yosef is telling you what that reason is. Explains the Gemara that you're all shetufizima. You're all people completely engrossed and involved in physicality. In the in the tithes, in the lusts of of this world, Yosef is a person who rules over his lusts, and that's what the bris milah represents, of course. As is uh, about to enter into the weeks of Shovavim. that's that's what's 
a lot more to talk about over there. But uh, the Tikkun Abris, that's, that's, uh, that's Yosef HaTzadik. So he's saying, I am someone who's connected upstairs, so my wheat is, is, didn't rot. Something rots when it's disconnected from its source. When something is still connected, it doesn't rot. So Yosef's grain didn't rot. And the question is, where did Yosef get the power that his grain didn't rot? So the truth is, you know, there's another Gemara. Also brought by Rashi. We know that actually, Yosef was very close. He was in the greatest Nisayan of the Tikkun Abris that a, that a man could be in with Ashes Potiphar. This was his dream woman. This was, this was the most uh, sed- tempting seduction that's ever taken place. How did Yosef manage to keep that Kedusha, which ultimately gave him the power that his grain didn't rot, which ultimately saved the whole world? He saw in the vision his father came to him. And that vision of his father, the tzaddik, the one who sits and learns all day, that inspired Yosef, they gave him chizuk to, to run out of there. And that's what Yosef is symbolizing by putting his crown on the, on the coffin of Yaakov. And that's the message that all of us have to carry. Of course, we said already, this is obvious, say it again, that the power of Yosef, the flame, emanates from the power of Yaakov. The fire. And of course that means that every single one of us, with everything we're looking to accomplish in the world, to fix the world for good, to be Mekadishem Shemaim out there, to be Matzliach in all in Yonim, of making a, making a Parnosa, accomplishments, Hatzala, whatever it is that people want to accomplish, we have to always remember that the power of Yosef stems from Yaakov and our individual power is always going to stem from our Talmud Torah, from our Avoda, from our Pneumius. And from there will come out a Lahava, a flame that will consume our enemies like the straw that they are.